Hi guys! Welcome to the fifth episode of this podcast. I know I've been away for two weeks. And the past weeks were composed of me binge-watching the 100 series. And kung napanad yun na yun, oo, tapos na ako dun sa face na namatay si Lexa and heartbroken si Clark and on the way na ako ng season 4 kaya napanood ko rin yung finale ng season 3 kung saan nag-appear pa ulit si Lexa and uh, apart from that I'm doing some stuffs pero let me get something straight if you're going to be in a relationship with me and this podcast may mga weeks na hindi ako makakapag-upload dahil dahil nasa ibang mundo ko <laughs> na dahil nasa um i don't know um wandering face and bigla na lang ako magre-resurface ulit but as i've mentioned i'm dedicated to this podcast and i'm writing episodes for this and yun ayawan ko gemini traits sisi nyo sa sign ko. But yeah, um, this podcast episode will be dedicated and apart from me being gone for two weeks rin, dahil nag-release nga si Taylor ng finally, she released the fearless um, re-record version. And I spent two days duping it. Also till now, duping it. So, this episode will be all about Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift alone. So, let's start this. So, kailan mo unang napakinggan si, uh, si Taylor? Uh, ako, if I will look back, it's high school days. 2007 or 2008? Imagine watching TV, channel 23 pa nun, then mix yung balabas. I'm watching daily top 10 countdown, then nag-appear yung love story, then that's it. I've been a Swiftie nung nirelease niya yung Fearless. And I can still remember watching music videos sa YouTube sa mga kanta niya behind the scenes ng mga music videos niya. And, ang naalala ko noon, one time, pinalabas yung behind the scenes ng White Horse and ng, ano pa ba? White Horse? Oo, White Horse. Sa, sa mix. Then, bakla panahon ng ano yun, na ang usong phone is 5210 Express Music. Diyos ko. Tapos, sinesave ko yung mga performances niya sa phone ko. Tapos, papanoorin namin mga kakaklase. Imagine kung gaano kalit yung screen ng phone noon. Nung wala, of course, there's, uh, there's iPhone, there's this, uh, this shit, pero wala pang smartphone. On the way pa smartphone mo. And now, now, nadinrap niya yung fearless version niya, re-record. It's just that sobrang nostalgic pakinggan. Sobrang babalikan mo yung 
high school days mo kung nasan ka nung napakinggan mo to, anong ginagawa mo, estudyante ka pala nung napakinggan, unang napakinggan mo yung mga kanta na yun, then she's re-recording this. Kumbaga, Taylor Swift is there nung tumatanda ka. Tapos, mapapakinggan mo ito ulit ngayon. Anong, um, if merong out of all the nine albums that Taylor released, anong era yung pinaka-favorite nyo? Akin kasi, before, akin kasi before Reputation era, nung unti-unti na siyang umaalis sa country music and nagsiswitch na siya into pop. Well, it's, it, it really started when she decided on releasing 1989, pero what I'm trying to say is that you loved her in country music, pero for her to try another genre and succeed into it is another thing. And whenever she writes a song, um, kung nasubaybayan mo siya nung Fearless or nung debut niya, um, she showed us the process of doing it na mapapaisip ka na lang on how the hell she can write like that and feel that much. And makikita niyo na eh, yung the way na kung paano nagbago yung, yung, yung kind of songwriting niya. But of course, it's the, artist, it's the artist in herself, but of course, iba rin yung energy and the contribution of those people around her who made that happen. And she always brings us on her songwriting process. And kung napanood nyo yung, um, yung part na ginagawa nila ni Jack, yung bridge nung getaway car, and nasulat niya yung, I think that's the bridge, yung bridge na yon for just 30 seconds, diba? Um, the way kasi that you can really express yourself into writing when you're feeling something, or kung hindi mo pa nararanas ang maramdaman yun, pero na-explain mo siya in a way through writing, it hits different. Um, with Taylor, she's really, really all about the writing and the, and the story in her songs that really captured the fans. And, ewan ko, um, out of the blue lang, naalala ko, uh, meron ako napakinggan na version ng kanta niya na sobrang lupet. Uh, and you also need to listen to this artist. It's Maggie Rogers. Pakinggan niyo yung version niya ng Team Macro. It's a very different version. So I guess um, the real question is, siguro nagtataka kayo, para dun sa mga naguguluhan before sa issue, bakit nire-record ni Taylor yung albums niya ulit? Bakit niya nire-release ulit yung mga bagong versions nun? Things like that, blah, blah, blah. So, I'll walk you through it. Siguro brief lang. Kasi kung ano lang rin yung nakita ko napanood or napakinggan or nabasa, yun lang rin yung pagkakaintindi ko dyan. But if you are a fan, alam nyo na may Tumblr si Taylor. And doon, um, she's releasing open letters to companies, um, to specific individuals, so that her thoughts can, or opinions can be heard. Um, I remember her one time sending an open letter to Apple Music. Because, um, si Apple, they're not paying the artists and the labels. If you happen to listen to that song of that artist and you're in a trial period for uh, you're in a trial period, the artist won't get paid with the number of streams that they're getting. So, so, Taylor made 
an open letter to Apple. And it really speaks on how she's really a pro artist. Um, yung, yung showing ng ownership and giving the right credit to someone who created something. And she uses her platform really well. She made sure that she uses social media well on this on these specific topics. And with that, um, Apple obliged on um, creating another policy on paying artists for the streaming during ng nasa trial period, nasa, tri- nasa trial period man yung customers, which is a good news for artists, di ba? So, if you're wondering, balik ulit tayo dun sa topic na, if you're wondering why she's re-recording all of these albums, um, let me remind you na, di ba, nung una, um, the first label that she's in is with Big Machine Records. Yun yung first label na nasign niya. Yung label na yun owns six of her album. So, meaning to say, the label owns the masters of her songs and album. They have the right kung saan gagamitin yung music, paano gagamitin yung music, and saan po pwede mapakinggan yung music. But, she owns the publishing, meaning she owns the lyrics, and she owns the music, so that she she can re-record it. So, what happened is that nag-switch siya ng, ng label, which is, she's currently under Republic uh, Universal Music Group. And what happened is that si Scott Brochetta, owner of Big Machine Records, sold all of her masters, tung six, six albums niya, kay Scooter Braun. Claiming that Taylor knew about that kasi isa sa board ng Big Machines is yung tatay niya. So, meron kasing feed behind Scooter Braun and Taylor really reacted nung nalaman niya that her music was sold to Scooter Braun. And that's all the reason why we are getting all of these re-record versions of her past albums. And now, April 9th, finally, dinrop na ni Taylor yung Fearless re-record version. And meaning to say, it's 4, 9. 4 out of 9 na albums niya is already under her ownership. And we cannot definitely wait for the next release ng mga re-record niya. And all of these, I think all of these things na, na nangyari uh, uh, between Scott Brochetta, Scooter Braun, um, selling her masters for $300 million, Taylor Swift made sure that she is in the right battle by choosing on doing this along with her fans. And the power of the fans and what they can do about it, it's something that Taylor also mastered. And Taylor established on her growing years. 
Yan. Uh, that's what I just realized. Uh, it's it's the power, kung hindi man barrel, isa sa mga pinaka-powerful weapon on today's age is the, it's it's the social media. Anyways, um, after listening to this version, to this released, um, re-record version, fearless era kasi guys yung bago pa si Joe Alwyn, bago pa yung Cornelia Street, before the legends ng mga track fives niya, before the bad blood sa big machine, before Kanye West and Katy Perry um, feud, there's fearless. And, and nung una ko siyang napakinggan, I think I'm 13, 14, and I'm turning 26 this year. So, imagine the um, nostalgic feeling kapag napakinggan mo lahat nung nandun sa tracks nung, nung album na yon And we are a long way from that 18-year-old high-pitched voice of Taylor. Kung saan, um, of course, kung sumabayan nyo yung, um, yung era ng country genre, it's really, it's really, it, uh, the, her voice and her twang, di ba, kapag may mga country music, they use twangs, all of that shit. I, I, I can't tell more about this kasi hindi naman talaga ako expert on those and this kind of things. But, yeah, it's the way that her voice matured in every song na a stan can really hear it like nung nirelease niya yung kahit nung love story pa lang, alam mo na nagbago yung nagbago yung boses niya and that's what made me feel really na talagang along the way you you really grow old with Taylor kasi nakita mo yung changes of course with the songwritings wordplay music genre switch and everything so i really can't wait for the next three records ng iba pang albums niya on when she will release this because ang dami rin kasi mga ang dami rin kasi mga sobrang ganda ng kanta doon way before 1989 era or reputation era para sa akin paborito ko talaga yung country era niya talaga and um umasa ako na actually umasa ako na baka ilagay niya yung I'd lie kasi I'd lie is doon nakita ko sa YouTube nandun siya na, na tinutugtog niya in the crowd pero it was never I think it's never really released as a single or in any albums I don't know correct me if I'm wrong pero hindi ko talaga siya nakita so umasa ako na magkakaroon ng re-record kasi gusto ko talaga mapakinggan yung studio version or yung talagang re-record version niya so yun uh, let's just hope na sana 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 um, nandun siya sa ibang mga albums na i-record niya ulit and I think um being really singular and bold and brave enough to tell these stories, to write songs about it, to make music out of it, it's what really captured the fans. If there's something that's really worth listening, or if there's something that's really going to touch people's hearts, it's the... Um, 
it's the artist being really genuine on her craft or his craft kasi it it will appear um it will appear on the way that the artist explains how she go through creating these things how every notes every words every uh every chords is like creating a masterpiece diba and uh, of course some people kasi um they don't really care about the process of creating these things uh what really mattered for them is once the song drops do they like it or they don't and uh, people rarely dissect things like this though of course uh, we have different um, opinions or we're really different on how we see things kasi so what matters is that if you're bold enough and brave enough to be singular to be unique people will see it people will uh, appreciate you for it and that's what taylor did it is and that's what she keeps on doing so yung mga i don't know if you've seen then yung mga concerts niya uh taylor always make wonderful speeches yung mga released na mga edited versions na um the way that she connects with her audience with speeches before she gets on a specific song that is really emotional or full of soul this is how we are going to end this podcast episode for today i know this might be short but this one is my favorite speech and this speech is before she sings clean to the crowd so let me read it to you and here it goes i can promise you that you'll ever live in a world where people don't hurt your feelings but i can promise you that if you keep on moving and taking one day at a time the opinions and words of people who hurt you will matter less and less to you. People are going to say things about us that aren't true. And I just want you, in those moments, to look in the mirror and understand what you are and what you are not. You are not somebody else's opinion of you. You are not damaged goods just because you've made a few mistakes in your life. You are not going nowhere just because you haven't arrived at your final destination yet what you are is wiser and stronger because you've made mistakes what you are is brave for living your life in a daring way that would cause you to take the risk it takes to make mistakes what you are is someone who's walked through a bunch of rainstorms but continues to put one foot in front of the other and i think in 25 years, I'm still learning every single day. But one thing that I do know is that pain actually makes you stronger. And that walking through rainstorms does not make you damage. If you keep going, it actually makes you clean. And that's it for our fifth episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as I talked about Taylor. And yeah. Please watch out for the next one. And maraming salamat. One or at a time. Great there.